Yeah, we're gonna have moments of screaming in this. Oh yes. Yeah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Blacksmith's Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Me, Mom, and my daughter Leia. Who's gonna be screaming in this every now and then? Do you wanna say hi, Leia? Say hi. Ah. Alright, she's just staring at the mic. She's not really saying hi. She wants yeah. to touch it though. Do you wanna say hi? Okay, let's just get into it. Alright, let's just go. <laughs> Alright, story time. I think I'll leave story time to Peter this week since Peter decided to scrap everything that we're going to do because he there, there was a topic that was on his heart <laughs> that was burdening him. So right. Peter, would you like to introduce today's topic? Interestingly, so you say story time. Alright, so I don't know how if you guys have heard of him. Uh, some of you guys might have. Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne. Right. Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Yeah. Hey, um, he, he's he's an American radio personality. Okay, yeah, I have. Um, <laughs> the reason I mention him is because he has this theory. Now, Charlemagne actually sometimes seems very religious. Like he he quotes the Bible every now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems quite religious. Uh, some of his, all of his thoughts most of the time I disagree with. However, he said, and I disagree with this as well. Uh, he said. Um, by virtue of the fact that there are what twice as many women in the world in general uh, as men, some women should understand. They should they should accept if their man has a side chick or if, if their man messes around on the side. And I was starting to notice this this trend, at least in America, where to some extent it almost seems acceptable. Uh, it almost seems acceptable to have some sort of side chick or, or thing and. You know, you've got all these talk of open marriages and all of that. And and I think when I when Robert said I scrapped everything, I, I was just having a moment. I got, got really emotional and then just got angry. thought, it's not okay for someone to cheat. Uh, it's not okay for a guy to go and do whatever. Uh, so that's that's what we're, we're going to talk about today. Is, is it okay? Is it okay to cheat? Uh, it's okay to have a side chick. <laughs> um, Valentine's Day, some of you may have found out you are side chicks. Cool! <laughs> oh, grace to you. Cool! <laughs> well, I guess the first question is... How did it feel? <laughs> how, how did it feel? Like, just Valentine's Day, you're hollering your man, or even the man, you're hollering the girl, you find out you're a side dude. Oh. You're a side man. Side man. What? Your Nando's rice. <laughs> just on the side. <laughs> Right, you're holding them, so what are we doing today? Um, actually, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. My mum said... At least I have a decency You know what it is, yeah? I don't even mean to, like, laugh at your plight. Because... <laughs> you know what? I don't, I, I don't think there are any side guys or side girls actually listening, hopefully. 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 But that's oh, no, the thing, no, sometimes should, you don't know. They should listen so that they can change their ways. And sometimes, you don't, sometimes you don't know that you're the side man or the side <laughs> chick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Become the main thing. <laughs> what, so they need to evacuate whoever is there already. No, no, no. And well, take their place. Either that. What? Or, or find someone who appreciate them for who this they are. This is it. This is mm. it. Obviously, we find out that your partner's on a little side hustle thing. Yeah? <laughs> then you need to introduce them to Jesus. <laughs> and leave. Fine. <laughs> what you were going to say? Yeah, something? I think first question should be, has anybody here cheated before? Exposure. That silence, right? That, that, that <laughs> silence. No! <laughs> 
mad. You know, this is an honest conversation, so I'm sure we can all be honest with each other. Yeah, yeah and be honest with the audience as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll kick. Actually, I'll let Peter kick. <laughs> the thing is, you guys, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, you guys didn't believe me when I said I haven't cheated on anyone before. I don't know why you don't believe me, but I'm actually like, I'm, it's actually, I've had a few girlfriends. How many of you? Uh, How many serious we're, not, we're not here to count, yeah? Yeah, yeah. We're not, we're, we're not, we're not trying to we're get body count. Body count. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Not, not too many. Still single digits. Not nine. Not seven. <laughs> not eight. Oh, sir. Yeah, nah. Not, so, not, under seven? Under seven. Okay. Under seven, yeah. Um, okay. So, not not that many. My fiancé currently is number seven. And oh. in the Bible... <laughs> yeah, he doesn't believe apparently, me. <laughs> what? <laughs> In the Bible, apparently that means perfection. So, oh yeah, I I, I kind of take it as such. But yeah, no. For of the six, um, I have never cheated on any of them. Uh, luckily. Well, luckily. We'll get to that. <laughs> why why I think people cheat. Um, we'll, we'll get. Did to you that. get the opportunity to, but you turned it down? Yes. Is that why you said luckily? I, I, well, I say luckily, I don't even believe in luck. I think God's God, God kind of keeps keeps me. Luck, like that's what I mean by luckily. God, God kept me. So by but grace. The, the, by grace, by grace, the opportunity was there. Uh, by grace, uh, it was not taken. <laughs> oh, I'm about to say the opportunity presented itself by grace. What? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, God, God doesn't work like that. Um, Though some might say he does. I. Well, it's got a whole list, like. I just know from I'm not even gonna count. <laughs> Body I'm, back. I'm not even gonna count, yeah. I'm, I don't know what it is, yeah. I'm not even gonna get into specifics grace. or details or grace. anything. Grace. Because like it's, it's not even so much grace. Well, grace is definitely a factor, but I just don't want any of the girls who were in that scenario to like listen to this and be like, oh swear down! Cause like one of them still doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want you to take to your grave, innit? Fam, but yeah, like, I, I have, I have cheated a couple of times still. Um, Grace. I've cheated a couple of times, and with one of them, I cheated on her a couple of times. Grace, Grace, innit? Leah, don't listen to this, yeah? Mercy. If anybody try to cheat on you, I swear to God, I'm fruit ninja in his nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, huh? how about you? Me. Mm. Um, Mr. Sweet Boy himself. Mr. Sweet Boy. To Ghania and Drake. <laughs> Jeez! <laughs> I once kissed a girl whilst I was in a relationship, but that's the extent of my. Still cheating. Uh, yes, yeah, still cheating. Still cheating. <laughs> that's the extent of my cheating. Of, the, of your. Let me, let me ask you this, because <laughs> this, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> So, <laughs> so Jesus said, even to look upon a girl lustfully, you've already committed adultery with her. So I ask again, how many of you have cheated? Jeez. <laughs> that brings a whole new element to this conversation. <laughs> Peter, have you cheated? Or, uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> can you first define what is meant by look lustfully? I would. Literally looking at a girl like, mm, I would. Or... Or like, I'd want to. What was the what was the terminology? Press. I'd want to press. <laughs> On the press. Even, even just thinking about press. I'd press. Well, what if you just like 
admiring her body. Does <laughs> what that you mean, admiring her body? Because if someone's got a nice bum rush, you've got a nice bum, and then you just that, that's it. And that's it. Yeah. You what? You're just stating that so you for your own recognition. You're just stating that yeah. she's got a nice bum. You double take. Whoa, look at that black off, and then boom. Okay, uh, done. And, yeah. and there's no sexual connotation. You have no sexual thoughts whatsoever. Silence. <laughs> I'm trying to think. You're scratching the back of his head. Don't sugarcoat it. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think. I think it depends. <laughs> like, case to case. Yeah. But I think it's more not than it is. Than it is, okay. Because yeah. I, I like to appreciate the female body. Because it's, 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 it's very... Poetic <laughs> organism, you know. This is how you again. know that it's, it's a bunch of boys talking. You know? again. <laughs> no, but it's true though. You, I, I, I believe it's very possible for you to look at a girl and admire her body, but not look at. Do you, look do you know, her what, do you know what it is? Yeah, I think. Leia's giving her opinion. Yeah, Leia. If anybody's looking at your body like that, yeah, sh- nah. <laughs> fruit ninjas. <laughs> it's fruit ninja. Yeah. I'll make sure I, I wield that samurai sword. Don't talk back. <laughs> Don't talk back. Yeah? Don't talk back. Um, I think like the theme, the, the body itself was made to be desired, was made to be admired and appreciated. Mm. Um, like the same way everything in nature was created to be appreciated to some degree. We are sexual beings and it's part of the way we've been wired. So it was made to be desired. But... The extent to which you desire something is when it then leads to lust. Mm. When you start to be like, yo, yo, fam, mm. I press, you know. Then you're like leading into lust. Then I'll be a hundred percent honest. Um, people think as soon as you get married, or as soon as you become saved, there's like a supernatural endowment of an extra double portion Elisha anointing that just turns your eye away from lust it actually makes it it like actually makes you a whole lot more conscious of it mm. because you start to realize because uh, once when you first get saved and you lust after another woman and you get convicted that you're lusting it's a case of you don't want to live that sort of life mm. so you start to be more conscious and mindful of whenever you are lusting Mm. But when you're single, you know that it doesn't really affect somebody else. Mm. It's primarily your work with God. I don't understand. When you're single, mm-hmm. if you're lusting after another girl... Are you finished? You finished? When you're single... When you're, when you're single... Yeah, she's helping me. She's trying to explain it to you as well. <laughs> when you're single and you're lost enough to another girl, mm-hmm. it's between you and God. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really affect somebody else unless you action up that lust and it starts to involve the other girl. But once you get married, it involves somebody else. Because you're lost in, you've got a wife who is meant to be the object or the person of your sexual desire. Mm. But now you're lusting against lusting after somebody else. Mm. So it is affecting your wife. Mm. Whether directly or indirectly, it's still affecting your wife. So mm. now you're even more conscious of that. Not only am I going against God, but I'm going against my wife as well. Mm. Which makes you even more conscious of it. Yeah. And makes you even more sensitive to it. So then even... 
So even then, admiring another female's body, you're kind of like, yo, I shouldn't really be doing this. I've heard boys say, um, yeah, I'd go to the club. I'd, I'd like pop a lust after another girl. Then I'll just go home and then do the thing with my, with, with, with my girl. And I'm like, so essentially, you're not sleeping with the girl. You're sleeping with the girl that you met in the club. And then he's like, yeah, but she doesn't have to know. <laughs> and I'm like, even that in and of itself, in as much as the physical act is with your girlfriend or your partner, I'm not saying girlfriend because I condone that, but obviously I was talking to someone who didn't quite follow the Christian beliefs. Even though him going back to his girlfriend and having a physical act with his girlfriend, emotionally he wasn't there with her. He was with somebody else. Mentally, he was with somebody else. So it's a case of it starts to involve somebody else when you are in a relationship, a committed relationship. Mm. Mm, I think it's. Um, I think it's especially dangerous just because, like, there's a reason why the mind is so important in in these things. Um, whether you she you say it, you verbalize it or not. They pick up on things mm -hmm. like the other person, be the woman or the the male, um, will pick up on these things. And I don't, I don't know. It's it's dangerous. I haven't I haven't got the experience to say exactly how, but I know it's I know it's I can only imagine it's dangerous when you're thinking of someone else being intimate with with like a partner or something like that. When you mention the wrong name, as a climax. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, what do you guys think as well? Physical cheating or emotional cheating? Both is equally as bad. I think so, yeah. I think to a degree, emotional cheating can be even worse. Mm. Um, because females, there are exceptions, but females generally tend to be a lot more emotional than males. So to give another woman, or God forbid another man, the emotional part of you that you should be given to your wife can be more detrimental to the relationship than the physical act. Mm. Okay. Can I add anything to that, Peter? Uh, well, I, I'd, I'd say the same, well, because, again, it's, it's that place of the mind and, and how important it is. And emotionally, if you're cheating, it's not physically evident or, you know, you might even might even normalize it and be yeah. like yeah it's all right i'm doing it it's just me you know yeah. but then it starts to show in other areas mm -hmm. and, and it, i think it, i just think yeah both of them are bad but i'd, I'd not go for either to be <laughs> i wouldn't go for either too. in terms of emotional in the emotional side as well i've actually um charged myself not to speak with another girl about any issue before I speak to my wife. Mm. Is that any issue in general? Or? Any issue in general. But specifically with, it, with a major emphasis on um, issues about our relationship. So if I have, if my wife's doing something that I don't necessarily like, I'm not going to talk to another girl about it before I speak to her about it. Mm. If I have any issues, she's meant to be the person that I speak to. If I don't feel I can speak to her, I'll speak to someone who makes it makes sense for me to speak to them in terms of someone a bit more mature in their faith or have a bit more um experience in life or experience in that area mm. so i wouldn't just get like one 
girl that I just pour my heart out to instead of my wife. I see that as I should pour my heart out to my wife. Yeah. And that guards me against being kind of like establishing an emotional relationship with someone, another person that I shouldn't do. Mm. Because my wife is always that first person I'll turn to. Mm. Even if I'm not able to turn to her immediately, spend time in prayer, speak to someone about it, and then I'll speak to her and be like, yeah, I spoke to this person about it, this is what they said, this, that, 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 that. But as I said, there are, uh, there are kind of like checklists that I go through in terms of who I speak to about stuff. Um, but yeah, and so there's not like one person you go to speak to about everything? No. I'll speak to different people about different things. In as much as I might speak to one person about everything, but they won't be the first po uh, person yeah. I go to all the time. It might be in general conversation, then I'll, I'll just slip it in. So like, the two of you, I share pretty much everything with, but it's not as it happens. Mm. So, I might, oh, last week this happened, or I've been going through this, or I've been thinking about this, but I would have been speaking to Jamelia about it beforehand, or even if I haven't, I will be speaking to her about it later on. Mm. So yeah, that's one way that allows me to remain loyal, emotionally towards her anyways. Okay. Notes are being taken. <laughs> so how, how do you traverse it? So leading up to get her to be married? Luckily, my prayer has always been like that she would be number one in all things. Um, so I think God's just graced me with that, with that where I don't normally talk about things I'm going through anyway. But if I'm going to, I'll probably be talking to her. Um, or, or like, again, like, like Mo said, slipping things as and when we're talking to other people to gain their perspective, but not necessarily be vulnerable with them or to them, uh, because that's something that is reserved for uh, for the for the partner. So I think I've just I've just been lucky. I had had the grace to not have that issue. Mm. Yeah. How do you think you will navigate that knowing that you have a lot of female friends and from what you <laughs> I could be mistaken but you are quite open and free with your female friends Yes and no like I'm not a person yeah I'm, I'm not I'm really not a person to to, to, to like talk about stuff I'm going through mm. I'd, I'd rather just just like hide in one corner and just deal with it. <laughs> deal with it. And then that's it's interesting because all three of us are like that. Mm. When we're going through stuff, we don't really want to talk about it. And then afterwards, we're like, oh wow, crap! I just went through this, you know. Yeah. Or like mm. this just happened or something like that. I think one reason for that is that guys are meant are are are, are meant to be these like tough guys who be like no emotions, <laughs> just just have to be strong and, and get through. Kind of poor, yeah. yeah. So I, I feel like that's one reason. Um, if you look too weak, then you will, then you be, be perceived as less of a man, kind of. Before you actually answer, my reason is more along the lines of it drains me of my energy to talk about it, mm. and I'd rather focus my energies on the problem, or trying to figure out the solution of the problem, or praying about it, mm. rather than actually talking about it. Mm. Um, oh, you're tired. She's tired, everyone. That's why she's making so much noise. <laughs> I need to put her to sleep. Um, 
Mommy's going to be home soon, okay? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's so for me, it's channeling my energies towards whatever's messing up, mm. and then afterwards, I, I can breathe and be like, oh, I just went through this or this and that. If I do talk, to yeah. I think with me, like a lot of people will come to me with their problems as they're going through it, mm. and I, I think I've developed a bit of a superhero complex mm. Mm. where. I don't feel like I can be vulnerable to them because I know that they come yeah. to me with, 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 when they're feeling vulnerable. Yeah. So something I'm working on because I know it's no good. Yeah. Like I have to, I have to say in terms of my friendships, obviously you guys, it's a case of that sense of vulnerability is something that I look for. For I want a friendship in which. I want relationships in which I can be vulnerable in front of them and they can be vulnerable in front of me. Mm. So even if I come to you or come to one of my friends and I'm like, oh, rah, like, there's a lot popping off, yeah. blah, 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 this and that. My hope is that when they're going through something, yeah. they feel comfortable enough and they they trust our relationship enough to be able to share it as well. Mm. To so if if I can help in any way, even if not physically, but through prayer and stuff, and just being there to encourage them, I can do that as well. Mm. Um, it's something that I do look for in terms of friendships. Just wanted to put that in. But yeah, sorry, go for it. I forgot what the original question yeah, was. Um, if you um, having a lot of female friends, I'm not sure if you actually do open up to them. But do you think getting into a relationship, if that would be a problem? No, because I've never believed. Because so many, so many girls have come to me with like their relationship problems, and I've seen the effect it's had on every yeah. A lot of my female friends, the boyfriends, do not like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like literally, my name pops up too much, <laughs> too often. <laughs> So you're that name. You're that, that guy. You're, you're that, that guy. guy that, uh, every time we're talking, just just rub it. Just just rub. Why are you always calling his name, though? Yeah. And like, like, one of my best female friends, her boyfriend, has the same um has has the same birthday as me. And yeah, but I think we're we're cool now. I I don't feel like me. Did he get any birthday text saying happy birthday, Robert? He sent me a video with her, saying happy birthday to me. Okay. One, one time. Okay. Which that's was a, nice. That's a, Which was nice. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't believe in... I lost for advice, but... I lost for advice, but won't tell them what the problem is. Mm. Because, yeah, guys, guys cannot navigate the female mind at all. Sometimes you need that female perspective to, <laughs> to, to understand mm. what they're thinking and why they're thinking. Mm. But I think, yeah, the, 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 the most yeah, effective... The most effective means of taking the problems just to go and speak to the person directly. Yeah, I was yeah. just about to say that. I, I found that with Jamila and myself, we both really like talking. Mm. And we were both genuinely interested in how each other's feeling and what each other's going through. <clears throat> so if she's not able to talk about stuff when she's feeling the height of the emotion. So I know to... Uh, 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 I know to kind of give her some time to calm down or to kind of let the emotion pass and I'm like, all right, cool, let's sit down, let's talk. Mm. Um, so in terms of navigating her mind, I've just find just giving her the room to, to speak her mind and then listen. 
Yeah. Communication is key in relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. One thing, one thing I found effective is um, me and my last ex-girlfriend, we had this thing called Dear Diary. Mm -hmm. So whenever we felt like we couldn't say something verbally to each other, we'd like write it down and like send it to each other. Because sometimes it's, it's like easier to, to, to write something down than it mm. is to... It's that where them poems came yeah. from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Guys, you don't need to hear the Dear Diary poem. That's right, you don't. <laughs> Yeah, so that so yeah, a couple of you guys lost in the <laughs> Yeah, so so like that was a series where um yeah, anything that I felt like I couldn't say or couldn't like verbalize properly, I just write it down and send it to her. Mm -hmm. And like she'll do the same for me. Mm -hmm. And that way those the the communication. Yeah. I think it's important to find the way that you, you communicate with your partner and, and nurture that. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's important to like be friends first. Mm -hmm. Um because then you know the person, you know how they deal with stuff uh, um, and how they navigate through certain things. Like for me, if, if I'm going through something, uh, I, I normally want to like, especially if it's with, if it's with, um, if it's with their fiance, it's, I want to talk about it, I want to solve it there. I don't want to go to sleep yeah. <laughs> with that problem. But then she, she wants to like go and then think, be quiet, leave it alone. When she calms down, then think about it. So it was like having to learn how to compromise there. Yeah. Uh, was important. I found another way that's effective, not maybe the best, is to get them really angry. <laughs> what? <laughs> because because when people are angry, that's when they they speak they most should. honestly. That, mm. That's when they speak more honestly. Mm. So if you just like put them with a stick a bit, <laughs> and just get them to just like shout out all the emotions. At the same time, when when people are angry, they find that's when they say. Things that they don't mean. Oh, and definitely. Most likely to say things. Like yeah, that. but then you have to, you have to be able to, to see well. See. Yeah. Mm. And even anger, even when they're talking anger, it's it's, it's it's not it's not really anger. It's just like overhyped upsetness, mm. really. So it's just about how, yeah, knowing your your partner well enough to be able to know what what stuff is the truth and what stuff they're just trying to use to build like a defensive wall between. The two of the you. Two of you. Mm. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so. So how do you how do you deal with your partner when she's angry? I leave her alone. Do you leave her alone? I leave her alone. <laughs> yeah, and and that's something I've learned because I find yeah like 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 I said if I'm angry, I want to deal with the issue then then I don't want to leave it. I want to get it done, get it sorted. And then we can, you know, we can do whatever. But she's the type of person where I know if she's if she's upset about something, that's not when you want to talk about it with her. You want to leave it until uh, so she calms down. Girls are just so <laughs> they're interested. <laughs> no, I, th I think I think well, guys can be just as complicated, you know. Um, and I think it's it's just getting to know the individual mm. and understand how they deal with it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, I have a, I have a tendency where when I'm going through something or thinking about something, whatever I'm going through or thinking about is too much in my mind that whenever I'm trying to verbalise it, it doesn't make sense. Mm. So if I'm feeling an emotion, I know that I'm feeling this emotion and it's this strong, but I can't verbalise what I'm feeling adequately. 
so I end up waffling. And one thing that I don't like is having to explain myself consistently about um, about something. And when I'm going through something, I'm having to explain it. It just frustrates me even more. So I don't tend to talk about it when I'm actually going through it. Because mm. I'm just like, I'm just going to have to explain myself beyond what I'm willing to. Mm. That's that's interesting because for me, like, I don't, I don't ask you how you how you do it. But for me, it's the opposite. I'm not upset about something. I can give you lectures. <laughs> I can break it down. <laughs> Go give you evidence, various scenarios, and all of that. Um, but realize that there's some people that don't need to hear that at, at, at that time. I don't know. When, when you're upset, how do you do it? Um, when I'm upset, what do I do? Yeah, I just try and get it out mm. all there and then. Cause I know if I like go and calm down, and then she'll forget it. Yeah, I'll be like, it's it's, it's not it's not for anymore until it's, until it happens again. Happens again, yeah. And then it's yeah. the same person. Then it just keeps building up and building up and yeah. building up, and then yeah. that's not good for anybody. Really. No, it's not. not really. I think for me, um, I used to be like that. I used to just bottle it up, and then yeah, but when it came out peak oh. and sometimes it can be a straw that breaks the camel's back situation yeah. as well where you've bottled out so much but the instance that actually makes it pop off isn't it's not yeah it's not that significant yeah. and, so, and then you're like in last week you did this two years ago you did this <laughs> like i'm just keeping count it reminds me um two and a half no is it two and a half men rules of engagement Alright. Rules of engagement. Yeah, yeah. Um, Audrey, I forgot his husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff. 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 He keeps a notebook. (laughs) He has a diary, he has a ledger. He has a ledger of all of her mistransgressions. (laughs) Everything that she's done. (laughs) And it's like, oh, what's so sick. So he's saying that's that's like his database. Yeah. Any time that he wants something, he'll just go into it and be like, yo, remember when you did this? But like, yeah. well, obviously as Christians that's not the way we should be. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Do you know what I find? Like genuinely gen genuinely or really sincerely, when I'm not upset, I don't remember. Ugh. Like if nothing's popped off. Because it's, it's the same and I find I don't know if maybe it's just a guy thing, but even now, if I don't get something out, it will be it will it will it's not even like bottling up. It kind of goes away uh. and it doesn't seem significant and I can't remember like I can't remember anything that's wrong uh. when everything's okay but when something goes wrong then it all comes back and it's like you can then think through everything and mm. like, this happened then that happened then this happened then that happened then and it's like it's I, I find it interesting that whilst things are okay I actually cannot remember uh. like she'd be like what did I do wrong? Or what? What is this? And I, I don't keep score. I don't keep score until something goes off, and then the score what comes up. <laughs> I guess because when when times are happy, you don't want to you know, upset the world. So, yeah. <laughs> it's weird because I'm of a slightly different disposition where I prefer to talk about things calmly and not in the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. As a teacher, I, and sometimes you just got to stick it on them right there and then. Um, but I'm learning to kind of do so graciously. Mm. I know the importance of communication in a relationship, and I know that in the heat of the moment, when I'm angry, if I say something, it's just going to get misconstrued. 
Mm. And even though I'm angry and in my mind I'm in the right, by the time I finish saying it, I'm in the wrong. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's as simple as that. By the time I finish saying it, I'm in the wrong because I've said it in a way that I'm now going to have to not explain myself but kind of make amends and make Do a peace and control. then that yeah damage control and then sift through the problem mm. <laughs> your breath doesn't even smell that good <laughs> <laughs> so it's like i have to let myself calm down mm. and then i'll be like all right cool let's talk yeah this is what i didn't like and i'm, I'm getting used to saying things as it's happening mm. so I wouldn't not necessarily letting it pile up but just as soon as it happens yo all right cool you know what this this this, this, this that that I'm, I'm not really on it um cool but one thing that i mentioned to uh, my wife when we were still date courting before we got married was that if i tell you something you do that i don't like I'm not saying it, I'm not mentioning it to you to change. I'm mentioning it to you for you to understand that I don't like it. And then we're both going to pray about it. If God changes you, cool. If God doesn't change you, then that means there's something I need to learn. Mm. So it's a case of if she sleeps a certain way on the bed, and I don't like it. And I'm like, yo, stop leaning over to my side so much. That's very petty, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just giving a rough example. I'm just giving a rough example. Stop leaning over to my side so much. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not saying it for you to be conscious and just sleeping on the edge of the bed. But let's both pray about it. I feel conscious if you do. I'm like, let's both pray about it. Mm. And after we've prayed about it, I believe God will, if we genuinely pray and, pray and say, you know, this is an issue. Whoever needs to change, please change the person's heart. Mm. The Holy Spirit's going to change the person's heart. If she remains sleeping the same, then it could very well be that her love language is intimate touch. And she wants that while she's sleeping. Mm. So even though it's not mine, as a husband, I still need to offer it. Mm. And that's something that I didn't like, but God has now changed my heart on mm. through prayer. So that's what I've mentioned to her that if I mention something that I don't like that you do, I'm not saying change. I'm just saying, you know, we'll pray about it. I've highlighted something, we're going to pray about it. Whoever God changes, God changes. Mm-hmm. Again, you know it's being taken. What if it doesn't change? What if nothing changes? Yeah, so saying that God would, then it means God has God changed his heart. Yeah. Okay. If she doesn't change, then that means there's something I need to learn from it. Mm. Or... I need to adjust to it or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if she does change, then it's like, well, wow, cool. And the onus is not on her to physically change. Mm. But it's rather on God to kind of provoke that change within her. Mm. Um, I don't want her to actively want to change for me mm. because I love her and I married her. Mm. Obviously, there's a sense of um, compromise that we both need to go through to live more peaceably with one another. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to lose the person I'm married simply for my convenience. Mm. Oh. That sacrificial, selfless love. Oh. Trying anyways. Okay. So yeah, I'd rather 
because your marriage is, is one is your first ministry. Mm. So before you go into church, before you go out to the homeless, before you do anything, you need to start with your family. Uh -oh. And that's what a lot of people are forgetting right now. Yeah, yeah that's true. That even in, um, I think it's Timothy, when he was talking about the characteristics mm. of a leader or a deacon of a church, it's mentioned specifically the household. Yeah. And it says, if you can't run your own household, how can you be expected to run the house of God? Mm. So your ministry starts at home. Yeah. And I see, I see your marriage as well as your greatest testing ground yeah. and the greatest place that God will use to mold your character. Yeah. So I, I see every little thing as molding my character with, with my wife, where it's so trivial as just how she sleeps or like when she finishes doing her hair where she leaves her stuff trivial as that but god takes the mundane and teaches us profound lessons through it so to just avail yourself to those lessons at any given time i think that's the those are like the important lessons to learn as well about the um about about the nature of what love really is or what love really should be. Um, because it's it's like it's easy to presume or it's easy to have the idea that Hollywood presents that love is all lovey dovey, you know, it's butterflies, it's always happy, you know, there are conflict but when there's conflict there's swelling music and rain and <laughs> it uh, it it resolves itself with epic gestures uh, and then there's happily ever after but you know you, you learn about or you see love and, and you realize that it's it's literally that it's learning to cope with someone's idiosyncrasies that you might not be used to and not wanting them to change but being willing and open to change yourself definitely uh, to appreciate that those things Oops. I think I think that's that's amazing yeah, definitely I even go as far to say that it's those times when love is love. Yeah. Because yeah. in the easy times... Yeah, <laughs> everyone can love when it's easy. Yeah. Everyone can, and can but do then, that when it's easy. But when you have to say, you know what, yeah, let me put you before me. Yeah. 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 That's, that's when the love... That's, that's the real That's deal. when love comes up. Crazy. Okay. Whilst waiting for Mo to come back, mm. here's a question for you. Oh, no. Let's, let's go back from our tangent. Oh, no. So we're talking about cheating. Why do you think people cheat? <laughs> Well, I can talk a bit more about that. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Because we're all guys here, let's say, why do you think guys cheat? Because being guys, we can't speak for ladies. For ladies. You know, I think I think there's a number of things. I think there's an element of pride or of um, arrogance. Uh, and, and, you know, that I think it, it goes into the reason why if a guy says he slept with 10 girls, he's a don. If a girl says she's up with ten guys, she's a slut. Mm. Right? I think it, it's it's that idea of, you know, I was with her, but then I managed to smash that. I managed to smash that. I managed to press that, and it's like, yeah, you, you're you're some sort of sexual predator or something like that. Like we're talking about you, man. <laughs> I'll never call him. No I'll never say. Guys. I'll never say that about another guy. <laughs> Especially not in a complimentary fashion. Anyway. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about why guys cheat. Yeah. Or why we think guys cheat. Yeah. So I think it's that. It's, it's the very primitive, very mundane idea of 
you've conquered so many <laughs> so many women or something mm. so I think that's one reason I think selfishness as well I think sometimes um, there's maybe the woman's not giving the guy what he might want and he's not able to communicate that well or or for whatever reason finds that in another person and I guess that is especially with emotional te- cheating where um, I think it's it's evident of not loving the person enough to deal with that to deal with the fact that they might not be giving you that thing that you want um, and it doesn't have to be sexual it could be whatever but I think that that I think anyway and again more can talk more about it from experience <laughs> wow <laughs> but yeah I, I think those, those reasons obviously temptation and lack of discipline lack of availing to God to keep you really um, but yeah I think those those elements as well yeah. Alright, um let, let the master talk. My explanation is, is going to be very vulgar. Okay. But if you have children listening, please things are about to get explicit. Yeah, it's about to get peak. Um <laughs> Before I was before I was a Christian. Well, I, I didn't cheat after I became a Christian. Praise God. By okay. grace. <laughs> Whew. <laughs> just had to go through the memory banks there, but mm. yeah, and I didn't cheat after I became a Christian. But before I became a Christian, um, it, it was just a case of I just wanted to have sex, mm-hmm. and like, raw. Um, <laughs> what was available? <laughs> <laughs> Like obviously, the, the, it was it was slightly tactical the way I kind of went about it, but um, and it it kind of comes into what Peter was saying as well in terms of um, conquests. Mm-hmm. There was a sort of body count. There was a sort of like checklist. I used to say that I wanted to sample the world, so I wanted. One from every nation. (laughs) (laughs) I want a one from every nation, just like, obviously, African, Mm -hmm. Asian, Caucasian, Chinese, Latino, obviously. (laughs) Switch it around if you were Japanese. Mine's mine's going down the World Foods. Fam, fam. Tesco. Fam, them exotic stuff. That continental (laughs) buffet. This is it. So yeah, that that was my motivation and drive then. So if I saw an opening in a continent that I hadn't sampled before, I'd be like, yo. Even if I had sampled it and I saw an opening, I'd just be like, yo. (laughs) 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 But um, Mm. it's a case of, as I got older, it became more a sense of, I wanted more to be in a relationship with girls from different continents than else to have sex with them. Even though the target was eventually to have sex. Mm. But I wanted it to be within a relationship. Mm. But I've learned, I've found out that what spurred me on the most to find an alternative while still in a relationship was that I didn't feel satisfied. Mm. So I didn't feel the girl was there for me as much as I needed. Mm. In what whatever area now you could just ask the question why not just leave? But it's a case of familiarity. 
Mm. I've known that relationship for so long and there's something about that relationship that I like. Ending relationships isn't something that I am comf very comfortable with. I was mentioning this yes, two days ago, I think, to, mm. to Robert. It's something that I don't necessarily like to do, ending relationships. Um, so whenever I feel like, for one reason or another, I'm not getting all that I need to be fulfilled within this relationship, it's kind of like a fine supplement. So it's like protein shakes. <laughs> I'm not getting everything I need in, my, in the main meal, so I'm trying to get a shake on the side. Mm. It's kind of supplement the, the meal and stuff, and that's kind of what led me down that route. So if I'm in a relationship where everything's all hunky-dory, mm. I don't really look at other girls. But as soon as I'm not getting anything, everything that I want from that relationship, I kind of look, start looking at other girls to supplement mm. what I'm not getting. Mm. Um, but thankfully I've been able to identify that. So now what I do is, without trying to impose my needs on my wife, I try to let her know that, all right, cool, you know what? Um, we're not really having, well, she, she lets me know actually, like, we're not really spending having many dates mm. now that we've got um, Leia. Mm. We don't really have that time to just focus on us because we've both got stuff that we're doing and we're both having to be parents and we're both having to be husband and wife. Mm. So we don't necessarily have that time to dedicate to just being husband and wife. Mm. And she's like, yo, we're kind of losing that sense of it. And luckily, she's on the same page and wavelength as me. So she's able to pick up on certain stuff, even sometimes before me, and be like, we're not getting this in our relationship. Let's try to see if we can work on it. Mm. And whenever I feel the same, I speak to her, and I'm just like, yo, like, this area of our relationship is kind of lacking. Mm. Um, I know that times are kind of hard right now and stuff like that, but let's look into it and see if we can do anything about it. And by grace, that kind of helps things on a bit. Mm. Um, so yeah. again it comes back down to communication just to interject there uh, not necessarily about the cheating because I want to hear your thoughts on why guys cheat um, well, but uh, I was at a wedding on Saturday mm -hmm. and uh, for whatever reason they put me on the couple's table <laughs> I'm there with married folk um, and they were talking um, and, and that's something that uh, one of the guys was saying is it's extremely important especially when kids come along to still try and maintain some sort of like romance romance between the man and the woman because it can become about work kids mm -hmm. work kids the girl the woman's not paying attention to the man the man's not paying attention to the woman and then he was he was even saying where well, it might not lead to cheat cheating he finds um and there's studies supporting this that the older couples, once the kids have grown up and left the nest, mm -hmm. then are more at risk of divorcing. Because you suddenly become a team dealing with this. Mm -hmm. When that goes, what's next? Mm -hmm. And then you're no longer familiar with each other and it's only by grace that some learn to love each other again. Um, but otherwise, there's a reason why the older older folk are divorcing a lot more. Because you start, you know, if they're just your partner against the kids and the kids are no longer there, they yeah. don't really need them. Yeah. I've said, I've heard some folks just saying, well, it's like, the relationship is based on the children. Mm. Um, that's why I'm kind of happy that Jamila and I have got common interests even before we started dating and stuff where mm. we've got things that we kind of do together. I'm just praying that, as you're saying, we're able to keep that sense of 
husband and wife before mm. children, mm. with or without children, still husband and wife and still spending that time together, um, where we're constantly just reigniting our love for each other. Yeah. Um, and if, if I can just add again, like, I, I'm not married yet. Um, but I remember at the beginning of the, of the relationship, I was I was really excited about about her. Just mm. uh, it's this is my girlfriend now. You know we'll be together, or whatever. We'll go ahead and get married later on. <laughs> um, but I was super excited about mm. it. And I remember her saying to me that, "Oh, it's just because we're at the early stages of our relationship. That's why we're excited. But it will die down." And I think that led me to start praying that mm. that never happens. That mm. I never get even complacent or less excited about her uh, than I am. Mm. And by God's grace, that's been the case every year. Hadouken! <laughs> <laughs> but every, every year it's been like more excited, more excited. And now that, you know, we're, we're heading towards marriage, that excitement's even more. But then the prayer is still there that mm. I want to be as excited about her now or more excited than I am now when I'm 93 and I'm like going to die. <laughs> 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 like, I definitely like the um, the representations within the within this podcast. I'm married. I've got a child. Mm. Pia's about to get married, mm. and you're still looking for babe. Right now, I'm not even looking for babe. <laughs> I've had enough of girls for quite a while, so yeah. So there's it's like almost every area is kind of covered. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, massive rules of engagement as well. <laughs> Um, one thing as well that I've been praying about um, is okay not one thing but kind of like a prayer cluster <laughs> trust me is that one my wife loves God more than she loves me yeah. and that she loves me for his sake mm. and secondly for my own benefit I've been praying that God loves her through me Mm. And allows me to recognize that he's loving me through her. Yeah. Mm. And <clears throat> that, again, for me, it just takes my service f to her and for her to a different level. Yeah. Where it's just like, it's, it's literally God loving her through yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and that, that helps me. I need to get back onto these prayers. Yeah. I think last, last thing. Last thing. One thing I wrote in, in the poem, she's number one, but she'll always come second was the fact that the kind of love I imagine, and I think husbands or you know, guys in relationships, because I wrote this before we even start talking about marriage, but um, was that the love that she deserves, I believe I will not be able to provide. So God has to be the source, giving me that love to give to her. Um, and that's the only love that she deserves, but that's the only way I can truly love her. Um, and yeah, so my reliance has always been on God too. To love her and not, not on myself. Yeah. The one thing as well, sorry. <laughs> the one thing, Robert's just getting like etched out. Oh, no. this, I'm happy for you guys to just talk. This, this, this is just like a couple's conference right now. Oh, that's mad. Um, <laughs> one thing that stands out to me a lot is when the Bible says that Jesus washes the church that he may be able to present himself with a bride without blemish mm. present her to himself as a mm. bride without blemish it's a case of like literally to place your wife before yourself and to die for your wife daily mm. kind of 
constantly reminds you how much she, mean, she means to you. Mm. It's like a practical reminder of your heart for her. Mm. Um, so yeah, like me, constantly thinking, you know what, even if I have to go without to ensure that she eats, mm. I'm more than happy to do that. And me actively looking for ways that I can do certain things to ensure that she has. Mm. Knowing that she's not going to take advantage of it. Mm. Is, yeah, it just allows me to just serve her as a husband and then just to keep that sense of, like, she is my wife. Mm. She she comes first. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Back from the tangent. <laughs> Robert, why, do th- why do you think guys why do you think guys cheat okay um, I think I very much agree with Mo in that guys cheat when they feel like they're not being fulfilled in some way mm. that's why guys don't cheat at the beginning of the relationship <laughs> they don't yeah it'll, it'll come to a, a point in the relationship where like um, the honeymoon period's over and then you start seeing your partner for 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 like what they really are, mm. and what they really are wasn't everything that you thought they were to begin with, mm. and and so you try and, and find something to fill the holes that have now appeared mm. in that person. Well, have now appeared or that you you've only just recognized. Yeah, only just, the, yeah, only just recognized. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like to be, yeah. like maybe to begin with. Maybe you did see them, mm. but then you were okay with them mm. because because you were still lovey dovey yeah. with them. Yeah. But then after a while, you're like, I've, I've been I've been allowing this for a while, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so sometimes you, sometimes people go off to. Sometimes people go off to sorry. <laughs> sometimes people go off to to get their fix. Yeah. To help try and keep their their main relationship happy. Mm. Which is not the best way to do things, is it? Mm. No. See, uh, that's the thing. I think the idea of a honeymoon period should be scratched. I think we shouldn't have or shouldn't view things as such. Um, but that's what happens, though. We, everyone goes through that infatuation stage of a relationship. See, that's the thing, though. Should it be that way? No. Well, I know for me, I never lived that infatuation stage. <laughs> that's that's the thing. Um, yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, I think... I think um, Again, I think maybe it's a thing of prayer because I think it, it wasn't it wasn't designed to be that way. I think it wasn't designed, or, or God didn't create um, marriage to be such that you know there's there's that infatuation state. I'm thinking of Jacob and the fact that he did 14 years. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says they were like a couple of days because of how much he loved her. Like 14 years for a honeymoon stage is 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 kind of crazy, mm-hmm. right? And and then when when he did get married to her. Um, you know, he, he did love her, um, especially her kids, um, Joseph and I think Benjamin, you know, got that kind of a special treatment um, because he loved their mother that much. So I think, I don't think it was designed to be there. And I think that only comes because of, again, I'll blame Hollywood, I'll blame society of, of the way that we've we've portrayed uh, lover and um, romantic relationships. So that it's you, you, you're almost given that trajectory to expect 
and that then becomes a self-fulfilling pro- prophecy mm. that I expect after two mm. weeks, two months, after the first 20 times we have sex to <laughs> be, to, to be, yeah, we're, we're used to it now. Yeah. Um, now we're just going the to magic's the gone. mundane. Mm. The magic is gone. Like, mm. nah, I don't, I, don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe, I don't accept it. I don't accept it for my household. Like, that's all. <laughs> I don't accept Man, his fingers like this is a Nigerian thing. And, and then one thing I've noticed is that people almost warn you not to fall too quickly yeah. or too heavily in love, yeah. mm. which which doesn't help because you're always like drawing, you're always like holding back. Yeah, you're always being careful. And then eventually, without holding back, you're gonna lose some of the mm-hmm. stuff that you're, you're you're holding back. So then when you do give it. It's not everything that it could have yeah. been. Yeah. I like what Peter said as well in terms of um, Jacob working was it Jacob? Yeah. Yeah, 14, yeah, yeah. yeah. Working fourteen years for this girl. Like he, he worked seven for the sister and then well, had to work. He worked seven, seven and got tripped. Tripped. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? Cool. I got you, <laughs> but I'm still gonna work seven for your sister. Yeah. <laughs> Which be kind of peak like you just, you know that the guy's married you he's already he's, he's having sex with you mm. but he's still working for your sister mm. like he don't really want you mm. the, the thing i find super interesting about that is um and, and someone was saying that the hebrew way of marriage is after they announce the wedding and all of that the man doesn't actually see the wife so she comes in the veil mm-hmm. or whatever and then takes her into the tent mm-hmm. <laughs> does this thing and in the morning <laughs> he sees so they were like Jacob uh, got married, but then it was tricked and it was Leia. And apparently it would have been that he had already smashed. <laughs> he had already smashed Leia. <laughs> Before then realising, <laughs> in the morning, when the sun comes up, they like, hold on. <laughs> and then you've already done this deed. Yeah. And, and it, it goes again to see how much they valued sex. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it wasn't that he'd done the deed so he can just get rid of her. Because they'd consummated their marriage, it was a marriage. Mm-hmm. And they had to, he had to stick with it. Albeit, like you said, you're still working another seven years for my sis. And it's, it's the case of the reason I mentioned that, yeah, is that we now live in a society where guys are like, fam, it's been two weeks, she's still playing she's, games. Mm, like, mm, what is she on? Mm. You know, bunny, I'm going on somebody else, she's trying to friends on me. Yeah. So, and it's just like, we've lost that sense of pursuing. Mm. The person we're actually after, we've lost that. So I, I say it generally, there might be boys out there that actually will still pursue. Yeah, I haven't smashed yet. Five years, still getting going deep. On my sixth. This is it, fam. That first nut is going to be so. <laughs> what? Keep <laughs> <laughs> yeah, She's not listening to this, I'm not going to tell that post it. For both, of them. For both of them. I'm just saying, I'm just being real. But yeah, it's, it's that sense of pursuing, knowing the value and the worth of the woman that you want to be with. Mm. And to my understanding, there was a sense of Rachel mm. say, being willing to be in that relationship. So both of them were like, yeah, like this is something that we're willing to Did do. Did she have a choice though? Is it, was, wasn't a thing where it was just got... I don't think she had... Who... Nah, if, if, if your sister can just be handed over like that, yeah, you man didn't have a choice. <laughs> but... It's a case of still being willing to stick it out for that long, mm-hmm. just to even have the shot of being with her at the end of the seven years. You don't know if halfway through that she's gonna fall ill. 
Mm. She's going to have an accident. You don't know. Mm. But to put in that work for 14 years. So if you saw her at 20, by the time you actually got to smash, <laughs> she was 34. <laughs> These times guys are complaining if after three dates. After three dates, he's like, nah, you know what? Yeah, she, 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 ain't, she ain't opening up the thing. Uh, and it's, it's just like priorities are just all out of whack. And I feel as well, like, for, for me, it's, I feel it's interesting, but it's, it's, it's a Christian view of sex. And, mm. and, and, and so, you know, like, if, if you are bound by your understanding of, of who God is and what he's created sex to be, then that's the case. But it, it's, the world has a different perception of sex mm. where I think... By the world, I'm just saying anyone that doesn't believe in Christ or doesn't believe in the, in the, in the church, um, sex is just it's just another form of a handshake, really. <laughs> like, like no, for, but for real though, like, for real, like the I, way I, I, I was about to explain that, yeah, would have been so vulgar. <laughs> no, no, but I, I went for. You know, I went for three Contact. interviews today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I shook three people's hands, right? Mm -hmm. These are people I've met for the first time. They're strangers. You think about Tinder and stuff like that. These are people you've met for the first time. You've known the person as long as I knew the people that shook their hands mm -hmm. today. And at the end of the night, you're going to go smash. Like, it's... We're going to press. You know, it's... it's it's it's, it's commonplace now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because people don't realise what... God created sex actually being. I um, I was at school and I spoke to one of the boys and he was doing like an RE lesson in the my classroom and he was like, sir, he was asking me a question about sex. He's in year eight. How old is he? Yeah, um, year eight, so he's about 12. 12. 12. Yeah, about 12. And then he was like, sir, um, this book says that sex is special, and do we get a sense of that from society nowadays? And I'm like, he said, I, I don't quite get the question. I'm like, no, I think about it. Obviously, in the Bible, it, sa it says that sex is something that should happen between a man and a woman, and it it kind of describes it as something special and something intimate. Whenever it describes sex as being abused, it it kind of describes it as a very heinous act mm -hmm. or heinous act. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, but in the society you're living in now, does sex seem special? He said, no, nah, everyone's doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, you're in your eight. Mm. And you've already got that understanding of what sex is when we went to the pizza shop and those little boys came into the shop <laughs> guys like um this one white guy was like oh i, I can't do black things and the other black guy was like fam you're racist and he was like no no obviously if she's a browning if she's light skin like obviously but if she's black like him yeah like i, I ain't gonna do nothing fam you should have seen a snapchat and then they were just talking so derogatory about girls and just about sex and stuff I was just like yo you man look like you are just in year 8 in them yeah. and the thing is now it's not even just guys doing it girls are doing it as well mm -hmm. I remember coming out uh, what was I coming out of I'd gone to buy milkshakes or something from like creams or something and some girls were coming across the car park 
and then I I didn't obviously didn't have context for the saying, but they were like some girl mentioned someone's name <laughs> and then there were five girls, one girl on the other end saying the guy's name, the other girl on the other end, oh yeah, I know him, smashed him last week. It's like <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> and I'm just walking past like trying to look not too surprised. <laughs> Girl said and, I smashed him last no, week. No, no, literally, she was just like, yeah, yeah, I smashed him last week. And it was so matter-of-fact, it was so yeah. cavalier, like, mm, you know. Been there, done that. Been, been, literally, literally. Literally wore the T-shirt. Literally, you know. And, and it's like, the society's calling it freedom or sexual freedom or uh, emancipation. <laughs> or emancipation what? of your vagina. Beyonce's formation song. Have you guys heard the lyrics? Yes. Yeah. No. Vaguely. I, yeah. I... I, I haven't watched the video mm-hmm. to see how powerful it is or how great it is for mm-hmm. black thingy, but all I know is there's parts of it where he said, if he F me good, I'm taking to Red, uh, Red, Red Lobster. Red Lobster, I don't know. <laughs> like, how does that have anything to do with black history? or, or with? And, and the only reason I can think of is because that's all that we can talk about. And, and that in and of itself seems like, okay, the woman is saying, if the guy performs, she will do something for the guy. Okay, yeah, that, that's progressive. And it comes back to your question when we had the whole guest, whole set of guests here, when you asked if you went to the beach and, and your man was lacking. And he was lacking. <laughs> Even that. And um, obviously, girls, if you're listening, I love you. Right. This is plutonic. This is friendship, love. Don't get gassed, yeah? Don't get gassed. Bro, I, I don't went from my love you to don't get gassed. <laughs> don't get gassed. <laughs> I don't love you in that way, yeah? i got a ring on my finger. Boom. Easy. But yeah, um, it's again, it's the case of what we've been exposed to. Mm. Um, we've been exposed to this is what this should look like. This is what that should look like. Society has a certain perception that they've Im- that we've projected mm. and we've just accepted as being standard mm. and it's just a case of but who said it's standard in in line with God's word it's that standard like um, I can't remember where it was but the, in the Old Testament the Israelites were um, saying that oh, they wanted to go back into captivity where the men were hung like horses. Well, this is the Bible. It's in the Bible. Hey. It's in the Bible. Man. Hey, you sure? I don't even see that in the Bible. Google it. Google it. <laughs> Google it. Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, time. Time. No. I'm not Googling Take that. Time. <laughs> I'm not Googling it. Google it now. <laughs> and it's a case of even back then, like, obviously the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Even back then, they were still preoccupied and. Let me see. Give us a second, folks. Always <laughs> finding where in the Bible they reference people being hung like horses. Fam, Ezekiel twenty-three, verse twenty. I haven't got there yet. There she lusted after her lovers, whose genitals were like those of donkeys, and whose admissions was like that of horses. That's disgusting. <laughs> Ezekiel 23, verse 20. 
23 verse 20. You learn something new every day. <laughs> I, I love the fact, like, I love the fact that people, you know, people call Christians uh, ignorant and stuff like that. And when, when I say that the Bible addresses everything, like, they don't, they don't recognize. I love the fact that the Bible references that. <laughs> I haven't got there yet. I haven't read that bit, but I'm, I love the fact that it's there. So, like, you're lo- she's lost enough to... Uh, and it, it's... I've asked a couple different women, girls, and they're like, leave me out. I'm not on it. And I'm like, yo, so you're going to leave a person based on an attribute or feature of his body that he had absolutely no control over. And you're trying to call men who don't go for women because they haven't got breasts or bum shallow. Mm-hmm. Double standards. Mm-hmm. Girls are shallow in their own special yeah. way. <laughs> in their own special way. And it's, it's like the, there's double standards. And all of this is just what we've been presented through media. Yeah. Now, in the black culture, and the black spheres, Big bum, big breasts are seen as most desirable. But that's what's been pushed through black media. And it's generally associated with the black genes. Mm. But there are tons of black women out there who don't have those assets. Doesn't make them any less black or any less beautiful. No, no, it does not. But society will say, no, she ain't got a bum. And now now that the surgeries are available for it, they'll go and get that one as well. And it's just a case of, yo, just accept whom God has made the person. Mm. Um, we've gone off on a tangent again. Yes, we have. What was the initial <laughs> topic? Um, I don't mon- monogamy, cheating. That, what were you talking about? Cheating. You were talking about cheating? Why, why guys cheat? Um, went down some different routes. We were asking you, the question was on your side. Why do I think I cheat? And, then, and, and you answered it. I answered yeah. it. And then I think that's where the tension came from. I can't remember why okay. it came oh, on well, that. Uh, well, Let's go. Yeah. Um, that's what I was about to ask. So, what do you guys think about um, a man having multiple wives? I personally couldn't do it. Because, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm very tunnel visioned when it Ooh. comes to all this romantic stuff. I can barely concentrate on just the one woman. I, 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 I don't even know. But yeah, it, it would be a case of all you had to do is just concentrate on how to please one woman and then just copy the efforts for the other one. No, you can't do that because 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 every woman's different and everyone just every, tweak it. No, everyone's got different bias that you have to press. I've I learned that the hard way. <laughs> Man tried to drop the same bars and two chicks and they went out. And um, and one thing I like by fulfilling one woman over another, you're not fulfilling the other woman. Mm. So you can never be fulfilling them both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which as as a romantic just it doesn't sit right. Just, with just kills yeah. kills a romance for you. So just, have, so just 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 have one woman and just like do the thing, make make a guest all the time, and then you can pat yourself on the back and go to bed and that's it. Mm-hmm. Or she can put you to bed. Yes. <laughs> Some people have pointed out to me mm-hmm. that the Bible condones multiple, multiple women in the marriage. I will argue that, but I continue, please. I have said that in as much as Jacob had two wives, Abraham had children with 
I don't know if it was Wiz Khalifa or Khalifa or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hagar and Sarah. Everywhere we've seen in the Bible that the person that had more than one wife here has led to strife. Mm. Even in the kids, it's led to problems. Mm. Um, so the virtue of them being there doesn't mean the Bible condones it. Mm. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, God created one man, one woman. Mm -hmm. And said, so this is the standard of, of, of marriage. I don't think, um, even if there are 20 times more women on, on the earth than there are men, I don't think a man should have more than one wife. Um, in, in, in the verse you were referring to, I think the Bible says a man should be of one wife mm. as well. Um, I think it is, and I'll check it. Uh, but I think, yeah, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to do it. Um, even if my fiancé was a twin. I wouldn't want to do it, and she is a twin, so it's all good. But yeah, it's it's not. I don't I don't I don't believe in it. Yo, you like come home to a different woman every day. <laughs> How is that any better? Switch it up. Like one's talking crap in your ear, just going to the other yard. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself? Nah, I'm not on it. <laughs> I'm not on it. I'm not on it. It's. It, it it does just lead to a lot more issues than anything. Um, in theory, you would think that it would lead to more pleasure, mm. having two different women kind of serve you and stuff. But yeah, you know what? In practice, even one woman can be a headache. Mm. And then having two I, <laughs> wife, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> This, this is not an indirect, <laughs> it is not. Um, and even in terms of it being in the Bible, my counter to that is, just because the sin is in the Bible doesn't mean everyone should replicate it. Mm -hmm. And also, um, a lot of people within the Bible sinned. Mm -hmm. And God worked in spite of their sin. Oh yeah, yeah. So that doesn't mean we should willingly sin. commit yeah. sins, expecting God to work through it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't lie on an application, expecting God to give us the job based on the lie. Mm. Mm. We it, and plus it's like I use the example of um, when Abraham and Sarah first were going to different cities and then Abraham were like you know what even though God has said leave your place and walk in him telling Sarah tell people you're my wife that for your sake they won't kill me sister. Was a sister. Was yeah. A sister. yeah yeah tell people that you're my sister mm. so that for your sake they won't kill me in him saying that he is in essence saying I don't trust God to protect us. Yeah. So this is what I am going to do to protect us. Mm. And God still had to step in and prevent kings from sleeping with his wife. Oh, there's actually arguments that kings did sleep with. Them. Yeah, I believe one one of one, one of them yeah, did actually them sleep did. with his wife. I think the Egyptian king yeah, was, slept with his wife. I don't know how I'd handle that. Man. And it's just like, yo, like I'd rather die. <laughs> this guy just pressed. I'd rather die. Say that. <laughs> and them times there weren't no contraceptive contraception. So it's just straight, bareback, just in. 
son, guys. Mo is on it today. <laughs> just in. Like, he just fully violated your wife and then you're just taking her back. But it is your fault because you... She did, she, she she did exactly what you asked, him, asked her to do. But mm. in you saying that, you have just essentially said that I don't trust God to protect us. Yes, God has said, leave your, leave your place. I'm going to give you somewhere. He hasn't given it to me yet. I don't trust him to to protect us. Side note, I think that's that's an example of how you should be careful to always go back to relying on God, because mm -hmm. obviously he de he demonstrated some faith by leaving. Yeah, he was on his way, mm -hmm. so he had demonstrated some faith. But you know that test was maybe easier for him. Like for some of us, it wouldn't be as easy to leave, but it would be easier to die <laughs> than let someone else smash your wife. Um, but for him, the easier test was leaving. Yeah. And the harder test was God will protect us through this. And I think of Elijah as well, who immediately after killing uh, however many... Immediately after killing however many um, servants of Baal and seeing fire from heaven consume his sacrifice mm -hmm. and all of that, he, as soon as he heard of Jezebel and what she wanted to do, he, 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 he got running. It. And it's like, you've just displayed this incredible amount of faith. Why can you not call down fire to consume Jezebel as well? Even, but, even like Peter walking on, on, on water to Jesus. Mm -hmm. well, like, like, like yeah. he's there, walked on the water. Yeah. And then suddenly he, he, he begins to sink. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and last, I think you mentioned uh, how far he would have walked for God to be able to immediately grab, Jesus his, grab his hand. It's like, he's conquered, but, you know, it's... Never rely on yourself, essentially. Never rely on yourself. The interesting thing that I was going to mention as well is that Jacob then repeats that sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting where yeah. it, the Bible it, it, doesn't Isaac, mention... I think it's Isaac. Isaac, or, yes, Isaac yeah. Isaac, Isaac, does, Isaac, um, repeats, Isaac repeats it. And the Bible doesn't even mention that Abraham told Isaac that. Yeah. But Isaac repeats the exact same, same sin. sin. Yeah, yeah, it does. And it, I find it interesting to see that your father did this twice. Mm. And God had to bail him out of it twice. You go and do the and same. And then you do the same. And God bails you out again. Well, that's an interesting thought to <laughs> round things up on. Mm. Yeah. Is that a nice way to round things up? Uh, have we oh. touched everything we wanted to? No, we didn't. Even, we didn't really touch monogamy really too too much. Mm. I think we could have gone deeper. We can save that for next week. Save it for next week. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's us done for um, today. And unless their final thoughts, like any final thoughts. Final thoughts um, with regards to monogamy. With regards to cheating. To cheating. Cheating. Um, yeah. Don't cheat. <laughs> if it, if you're not happy with someone, just leave them. <laughs> yo, yo, what I'm about to say is, yeah, if you're married. Oh, yeah, no, 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 I'm just keeping married. Yeah. Uh, this is a public service announcement. Robert's views are his views, and not the views of the fairness. Thank you. Okay, one thing I was thinking about, no, not the other day, like a few months ago, you should marry. <laughs> this is about to get interesting. You should marry the girl you would cheat on your wife with. You know, I, I, would, I would argue with that. I would argue with that, yeah. I would argue with that because, because, yeah, most of the guys that I've seen cheat on their wife, cheat on their wife with some below 
the wife's level. Mm. Like, your wife is, is, for argument's sake, your wife is an eight. But the scale you're cheating on is a four. Yeah, because the four will do things that the eight won't do. <laughs> what? Oh, your wife, wife. See, again, again. Bear that in mind, you know. Yeah, Mama says your body is your husband's. Your husband's body is also yours. Do whatever they need. <laughs> if the wife just needs something, do it. Do it. Just if pleasure there. Do it. Just pleasure there. <laughs> anyway, this is going to sound dangerous. But yeah, um, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think guys are getting into their emotions a bit, so let's <laughs> rather up. Um, I th- not going to <laughs> I think um, I think there's grace, and so I'm I'm not going to say, you know, if you've cheated, you should die, or anything like that. Uh, but I think I I just the whole point of this was I don't like it being an, an idea that it's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea that all guys cheat. Um, mm. Not all guys cheat because not all guys are led by their own flesh. Mm. For some of us, God has kept us um, and God continues to keep us Mm. because he's called us in and we avail ourselves to his leading. Um, Temptations will happen, temptations will come. uh, But again, don't rely on yourself. Uh, I think for me at least that's what I'm taking as well, to never rely on myself. I started with God, um, relying on God to keep me throughout my relationship he has I'm going to continue relying on him to keep me throughout the rest of it uh, because again I can't do anything in my own strength um, if there is issues I think there's grace and there's always room to talk we've seen it uh, the truth cheated on his wife and they're still together they're still happy um, uh, Mary Mary well no 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 he, he is uh, well they are still together at least Mary Mary is still together with her, not Mary Mary, both of them, both of them, one of them, still together with her husband who cheated as well. Uh, so there's grace, there's, there's, there's grace if, if it does happen. If I got grace, it will not. Actually, um, my wrapping up, following from what both of them said, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a case of, um, in terms of lust and stuff, I've heard 116 on the Man Up album compilation. They've got a song called Lust, and Tadashi says, Manning Up, well, I think it's Tadashi, he said, Manning Up isn't um, our ability to last longer and to try harder because we can always do that, but we will always fail. Manning Up is our ability to lay down all of our efforts and say, that, God, we trust you. Mm. To be able to lay down your efforts mm-hmm. and to look to God and say, God, please, this this is up to you. I also say to prevent cheating, communication is key. Mm-hmm. In any relationship, communication is key. To love God more than you love your wife or your husband mm-hmm. is also key. Um, and the grass isn't always green on the other side. No, it's not. The Bible, Bible says that the only reason you may divorce your partner is if they cheat on you. Mm. So think about it. If you don't want to lose your partner, why cheat? How would you feel if she cheated on you? Yeah, yeah. Well, he cheated on That's you. That's the other thing. Like, I saw this video on Facebook of a guy walking in to see his wife having sex with another guy that he knew 
on their couch. And like, I saw the video and I was like, yo, I, I can't be in this position. Mm. I just can't be in this position. On either end of this position. Because mm. mm. it made it so vivid. Mm. I was just like, fam. He opened the door, turned on the light, they're on the couch, they're just doing their thing. I'm just like, yo, I can't, I can't be in that position. And that made it a lot more vivid. And I'm just like, I never want to be in that position. Either end of it. Um, so yeah, that's what I was saying. More praise for all the Christian guys trying to, trying to stay faithful. For real. Got more grace to you guys. To all of us. Oh yeah. And for all of you guys who are putting in like seven years of work for, for your Rachel. Mm. It's Keep worth going it. strong. It's worth it. Trust me. Oh, seven years. Hey, so? better not get no twin. <laughs> For all, better not get a twin. <laughs> yeah. You better make sure you look at the face. Check the veil. Check, check, check the veil. <laughs> lift it up. Yeah? Before you say I do, just mm. lift it up. So, mm, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. All right. <laughs> so the Twitter is at the Furnish UK. Yes, the email address is tbsfurnace at hotmail.co.uk mm. the soundcloud forward slash the blacksmith's furnace with no apostrophe yes sir and our opening and closing credits go to www.partners in rhyme yes is that dot com or dot co uk uh, dot, com. Dot, com. dot com i also need to shout out calvin turner who created i don't even need to shout him out i want to shout him out because he he's dope um, he created the ordinary amazing uh, logo design. Yeah. Yes, sir. Alright, well, this is. Well, what about the th- um, podcast? Yeah, you said it. Um, no, you, you said SoundCloud. Oh, oh, okay. And, and we're on iTunes as well. Yeah, well. See, I forget because none of us are Apple product users. So. Yeah, because we all have Samsung. See, <laughs> yeah, just lost, I, we just lost listeners. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, so on iTunes, search for the Blacksmith Furnace with an apostrophe this time. Yeah. If you stop listening to the Blacksmith Furnace because of this iPhone, <laughs> Samsung, Android thing, God will convict you. Don't <laughs> want God will convict you. Um, and also, any, any app, well, actually, on iTunes, on Apple, and on Android, any app you use to get podcasts, you can find us on there with the Blacksmith Furnace. For some reason, there's a problem with Windows, so I can't find us on Windows phones, or a friend of mine couldn't find us on Windows phone. So I'll be looking into that. But otherwise, SoundCloud is always an option. Yeah. Yes, sir. So like, share with your friends, leave comments. Yes, if you please. have anything you want to talk about, yes, please. let yeah. us know. If you want to come on the show, let us know. Yeah. You know. If you disagree, like, get get in touch because we don't know everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we said from the beginning, it's an honest conversation. So. I would definitely like to hear other people's perspectives as well, especially yeah. on something that you disagree with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just ensure that your comments are seasoned with grace. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> All right, so this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blah! <laughs>